coming up on this week's mini episode. Bodily sensation is how most of us experience feeling. So it's not that we don't want to experience the whole range of what we're feeling emotionally. We don't want to experience the bodily sensation that helps us know what we're feeling emotionally. So if I had to pick one supplement that's made the biggest difference in my overall health, it would have to be magnesium. This super mineral is needed for over 400 different enzyme reactions in your body. And this is the thing, because you know I'm obsessed with sleep. It's so critical for your sleep, plus your heart, brain health, your muscles, and so much more. When you don't get enough magnesium, you can struggle with things like muscle twitches, insomnia, palpitations, constipation, migraines, and the list goes on and on. I personally started taking magnesium to help my sleep, especially when I travel, and it's been a game changer. But I don't just take any old magnesium. I take BioOptimizer's Magnesium Breakthrough. It contains seven, yes, seven different forms of magnesium, which all have different functions in the body. I haven't found anything else like it on the market. Honest to God. Magnesium Breakthrough can help reduce cortisol and stress and it promotes deeper relaxation and helps with even anxiety. I have so many friends reaching out to me saying that they feel infinitely more relaxed after they incorporated some form of magnesium supplement into their routine. Now, one of the reasons I specifically like BioOptimizers is because their products are soy-free, gluten-free, lactose-free, non-GMO, free of chemicals and fillers, and they're made with all natural ingredients. So right now, if you're looking for a magnesium, BioOptimizers is offering my community a few special bundles. Just head over to magbreakthrough.com backslash Drew with the code DREW10. That's M-A-G-B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H dot com backslash Drew, D-H-R-U with the code Drew10, D-H-R-U-10, and get your BioOptimizers Magnesium Breakthrough today. Hi, everyone. Drew Prode here. Most of us try to ignore tough feelings by pushing them deep down inside or looking for distractions that just make us feel temporarily better. When we disconnect from these feelings, we move away from confidence, health, and our desired pursuits in life. Ultimately, this leads to undermining our ability to fully realize our ambitions. On this week's mini episode, I sit down with Dr. Joan Rosenberg, a cutting edge psychologist, innovative thinker, and trainer. She is a two-time TEDx speaker and the best-selling author of 90 Seconds to a Life You Love, How to Master Your Difficult Feelings to Cultivate Lasting Confidence, Resilience, and Authenticity. Dr. Joan Rosenberg shares the eight most influential feelings that people need to work through if they want to find success. All of them are common everyday reactions to things not turning out the way that we want them to. Our desires to avoid these feelings lead to unresolved issues. And as Dr. Joan Rosenberg explains, this is why it's so dangerous and how even just 90 seconds of sitting in discomfort can entirely change our capacity to cope. Let's listen in. So you have a quote from your book and you say, what blocks most people from success and feeling capable in life is the inability to experience move through 
and handle eight unpleasant feelings. Can you tell us what these eight feelings are and how is our success tied to the ability to move through these feelings? Absolutely. The, the eight feelings are sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, vulnerability, embarrassment, disappointment, and frustration. So the first question that somebody might ask relative to that is, so why those eight? And then you'll see how it ties to success. Yeah, tell us why those eight. Why those eight? Because they're the most common, spontaneous, everyday reactions to things not turning out the way that we feel like we need or the way we want. So if you think about going through your daily life and things, and you know, whether it's asking somebody out for a date, it's asking somebody for a promotion, it's saying, I love you or I want to spend more time with you. It doesn't matter which end of the spectrum we go, or I was disappointed about something you did or didn't do. And then it, these same eight, eight feelings or feeling states come up repeatedly. They're a conflict and intersection with reality. With reality. We wanted something to happen. It didn't. Didn't. A feeling mustered. Right, right. So the, and why it gets in the way of success is because when people don't want to experience these feelings, they won't, they won't take risks in their life. So I, I, I won't, I have things I want to say to people or I have ideas I want to share, but I'm too afraid of public speaking. So I won't take the risk to put myself out there because I don't want to feel, it's not the, it's not the action itself. It's because of the feeling outcome. I want to avoid this feeling. What can I do to stay away from it? Let's not take a risk. Let's not take a risk. And I think everybody can relate to that in some way in their life. It, and it, right. And it doesn't matter the domain. It really doesn't. It could be going out and learning tennis. It could be talking to the boss, talking to your kids. It doesn't matter. It's every single domain of our life. So for me, if someone has a tough time experiencing and moving through these eight feelings, then it, it really inhibits their life in lots of different ways. And you work with both graduate students who are working with patients. You also work with patients directly yourself too. Right. What other manifestations have you seen that when we design our life around avoiding these feelings, you know, what is the extent of the problem? We talked about avoiding risk. What are some other things that can show up? Uh, I, well, for me, it, it actually, it, it, there's a kind of a gradated or a graduated slip down, if you will. At the worst is what I call soulful depression. Mm. It's a, and that I think of as a disconnection from ourselves. Lots of times people talk about feeling depressed. And oftentimes I think it's not a genuine clinical depression from psychology standpoint. It's actually soulful depression. It's I'm cut off from myself. I'm so distracted or disconnected from the, my feelings, which is really the essence of our aliveness that I feel dead or empty inside or disconnected. So I'm disconnected from me, now I'm disconnected from you. So that would be the worst outcome. Uh, other outcomes, bodily symptoms, an increased sense of anxiety. Uh, we can get into the imposter syndrome uh, or because I talk about a whole list of distractions in, in one of the chapters in the book, we can look at addictions all the addictions are going to relate to an, an effort to avoid and distract from what the experience is. So the list becomes somewhat endless in terms of the problems that people have. And what they're doing is now they're, they have 
the the problem, if you will, of avoidance that's layered over by all the other subsequent problems. So now it might be a drug addiction because I'm trying to avoid the experience underneath the drug addiction or the drugs. I want to start at the basics there and just what is the feeling and what's actually happening in the body when we're experiencing a feeling. Well, you know, I, I actually love Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor's description of it, and that's also where the, the title of the book emanates from. And, and what, what she talks about is that when a feeling fires off or gets evoked, we have a nat, kind of a natural reaction to something. You know, think, think of I, a stub, I stub, stub my toe. We have a, an immediate reaction, kind of a sensation sort of thing. So, but let's do it now on a feeling level. So something, we're reacting to something. What ends up happening is that there's a rush of biochemicals into the bloodstream. And that rush of biochemicals activates bodily sensations. And then there's a flush of those same biochemicals out of the bloodstream in roughly an upper range of about 90 seconds. So that's where the, the 90 seconds idea comes from. You call it a wave. A wave, yes. And I was calling it a wave for years until I started reading the neuroscience where it was calling it a wave. It was great. So it's it just the beauty for me is what, what I was intuiting and doing naturally was the, the, all the research was supporting. And, and now I had a way to explain what it was that I, had, I was doing, basically. But... The, so the key here is having people understand that most of us experience feeling, emotional feeling, by bodily sensation. And and I had struggled to, to understand over time. It's like, why is it so difficult for us to experience unpleasant feelings? Because so many of us want to avoid it. I mean, that was true of me early in life. It's like I was trying to move away from probably disappointed and sad feelings and so I did my own thing. And, and when the neuroscience started to come out, it was like, oh, two really important things here. Bodily sensation is how most of us experience feeling. So it's not that we don't want to experience the whole range of what we're feeling emotionally. We don't want to experience the bodily sensation that helps us know what we're feeling emotionally. Mm. And if I could then help people tolerate that more effectively then they would be able to stay present to their experience and then go take the risks they wanted to take to pursue their life in fact when we experience some of those feelings there's often a response that happens back in our body to sort of suppress it. we we feel something in our stomach and all of a sudden we stop breathing exactly and we get tight right right so there's there's a th- a three main things i see immediately one is people hold their breath they tighten up or they swallow Mm. So it's an immediate reaction. Why? Think of it. We're pushing something down. Again, we never talk about feelings coming down. We only talk about feelings coming up. So think body up. Bodies, the body sensation is feeding information to the brain proper. So, so the key here then is that I want people to understand that if they can ride one or more 90 up to... 90 second, and the key is one or more, I'm not just talking about one wave, could be multiple waves, one or more 90 second bodily sensation waves of one or more of eight unpleasant feelings, they can go pursue anything they want in life. You developed a formula. Uh, Right. There's a formula. Can you tell us about the formula and how that plays into this conversation? 
Absolutely. So again, I, what, what I wanted to do was to make it easy for someone to move towards their experience as opposed to away from it. And because I began, again, this understanding that, that our, our capacity to experience and move through those eight feelings, for me, is the foundation of confidence. So without that, we don't feel as grounded and centered, as I said before. It's, we've got to be able to do that. So, so the, the formula kind of emerged. And it, it, so the, the formula is one choice, eight feelings, 90 seconds. One choice, eight feelings, 90 seconds. Right. One choice, awareness, not avoidance. So I want people to move towards what's unpleasant. I don't want them to back away from it. So the, the more you can stay consciously aware of what you are experiencing and you are willing to move into it, through it, embrace it, whatever you want to call it, the more you're willing to stay, stay in that awareness, the healthier you're going to become. If you hear the smoke detector, don't run out of the house. Just start being aware and start smelling. <laughs> right, right. Is there a fire? <laughs> What's going on exactly? Exactly. Just have right. the curiosity of, okay, something is going on. Let me pay attention. Absolutely. In fact, a great word. The single best thing you can do is to be curious. Yeah. Versus I feel this feeling of, I remember many, many years ago, I was listening to a tape of uh, Tony Robbins and he was saying, I used to get these butterflies before going on stage. And my meaning of those butterflies was I'm not ready. And then I, through his own methodology and his own framework, it's like, I get butterflies. It's like, oh, I'm excited to do this. Right. right. I'm excited. So the, the reframing and the openness to step out of our default neural network and how our body is relating to things and just change it over to awareness and curiosity. Absolutely. hundred percent. Maybe I don't know what this means. Let's pay attention. So that's the one choice. So that's the one choice. The aware, awareness is the key. Awareness and curiosity. The second of the eight feelings, which I've named, I'm happy to name them again if you'd like. Yeah, that'd be great actually. Okay. Sadness, shame, helplessness, anger, vulnerability, embarrassment, disappointment, and frustration. So those are the eight feelings, everyday spontaneous reactions to life. And then the third is the 90 seconds. And the 90 seconds has to do with your capacity to ride one or more bodily sensation waves of up to that kind of upper range of 90 seconds. Most feelings don't even last that long. So, so that that's the one choice, the eight feelings, 90 seconds. You can do that. You can stay present to the feeling and life changes and you can create riding that wave you can create a new possibility on the on the other side of things right right it's uh it's amazing that it's that simple and yet it's the hardest work that's out there say yes well it can be i I, but i don't want to frame it as hard actually uh it's uh it can be (laughs) some it it can be challenging challenging. it's been challenging challenging. absolutely but it's simple yeah it is simple simple doesn't mean difficult i mean you know hard like challenging doesn't mean uh, complex. Right. Right. No, it's the, the, so I've had many people say, well, it's really simple, but it ain't so easy. (laughs) Right. So it's, yeah, it is, it is simple. The, the concept is simple. And the truth is, and this is what is, it was mind boggling to me, Drew, to realize and to kind of have that click of awareness of, oh my God, it's the bodily sensation that people don't want to experience. Mm. And, and, but I didn't have that and couldn't have had that understanding until all the neuroscience came out. Mm. So it's, it's, again, the key here around that 90 seconds is, is that what you want to do is to stay present to the bodily sensation because that's the thing that helps you know what you're feeling. And 
let me take that one step further. That just so that people have uh, what what I'm talking about, think of um, think of the heat and the redness that comes into a chest or a face when someone's embarrassed, or think of kind of a drop down sensation at the chest when someone feels sad or disappointed, or a, a you know I've had people talk about a burning sensation in their forearms or at the back of their neck when they're angry. So part of it becomes what uh, someone's ability to notice in their own bodies how, what, and where they experience what they're feeling, bodily sensation, so that they can then interpret and understand, oh, this is the emotional feeling I attach to that. So, but it, then, they, then they can do it. And then, like I said, it's, for me, it's the foundation of confidence. And do you feel that it's sometimes present to just, uh, that, it, that it's helpful to as you're being aware and present to what you're going through, I know that I talk to myself a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll say, okay, where, where's that? Fe- okay, what am I feeling? What am I, okay, my stomach is tight. And I'll do it all the time. Even sometimes if I'm out there, if people feel awkward about it, just put in your headphones and people just think that you're talking on the phone. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like, okay, I've, I feel my stomach feels tight. Okay, what was that? Th- what was I thinking about right beforehand? Or what was I worried about? And I'm just sort of describing out the nature of what it is that I'm, that I'm, that I'm going through. Totally fine. Totally fine. There's also an exercise in the book that I call the how, what, where exercise. Yeah. Where literally I kind of walk you through the, the eight feelings so that you can start to notice how, what, and where in your own body. But you do feel it's important that as somebody's working through it, that they label what they're feeling. I would, yes. If they can get to that point. Pick one of the ones, it, the eight. It, it, start there. with the eight. Yes. Start with the eight, and and if they can't, don't worry about it. If you're used to shutting down, then it's going to take some time for you to wire back up. So if if you're very practiced, and I've given many lectures where, uh, and uh, and the lectures stand out. Oftentimes they're with men who've practiced shutting down feeling, but think. But you've got to think of this when you when we shut down bodily sensation, we disconnect from feeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, men get trained to do that. Right. Right. Be strong. Be a man. Don't cry. Right. Right. Shut down on your experience. So understand if you can't do it immediately, that there's nothing wrong. Just stay present to it. It will change. And the more you have an interest in noticing how, what, and where you experience it, the more that's going to start to come to you. So it's, it, it takes, sometimes it will take practice and you might not notice it exactly where it is for yourself right away when you can Notice it, give it a name, and then and then see if you can attach like you do your reflecting. Where'd this come from? What was I thinking about before this? What stirred this up for me? Then you can engage in the curious questions to to pull it all together for yourself. Knowing how to deal with intense, overwhelming, and uncomfortable feelings is essential to building confidence, emotional strength, and resilience. When we give ourselves the time and space to work through difficult moments, We cultivate the confidence that we can handle life's challenges and pursue whatever we want to in life. I hope you enjoyed this week's mini episode of the Drew Pro Podcast. If you did, do me a favor, send it to someone who could benefit greatly by hearing this information. I'll see you next week on the Drew Pro Podcast.